Well, hello everybody, this is Catherine, your host. Well, today is Memorial Day here in United States, and there is a bit of history on how it came about, but I'm not going to discuss that today, but what I do want is to let you know that Memorial Day is a day that we honor those fallen men and women who died serving in the United States military. And right now I have my mother, Victoria Sanchez, here on the phone, who's going to share a story or two. Mom, hello. <laughs> Hello, Catherine. Go ahead, Mom. I had a cousin, Laverne, who served in World War II. Uh, he was on my father's side, and his father had served in World War I, Laverne's father. Along came World War II, and everyone was very patriotic. Laverne was underage. He wanted to enlist, and so his father signed the papers that he could enlist, and he enlisted uh, in the air, um, the air service. At that time, he was uh, not quite out of high school, so his father uh, got his diploma during graduation week. Laverne did part of his basic training at Harlingen Base in Texas, and from there he was sent to England. And he was a tail gunner on a B-25. And then later he transferred uh, to, I think, a B-17, a bomber. It was a very large bomber. And uh, I think it was known as the Flying Fortress or something. They flew missions over Germany, on Austria, etc. It was the custom after they completed 50 missions that they would get R&R. &R. On his 50th mission, the plane was shot down on December 11th. 1944 over Austria. All on board were killed with the exception of two, and the two were the radio operator and the co-pilot. December 24, 1944, my uncle and aunt got the telegram saying that Laverne was killed in action. Christmas Eve they received that? That was Christmas Eve. In 1946, his body was returned uh, I believe it was January, for a memorial service, and the whole town turned out for the memorial service. And do you remember that memorial service? Oh, yes, I do. I was young, but I remember they were all there. It was in the Methodist church. Uh, Laverne had a fiancé who was crying and crying, and my aunt told her that Laverne would have wanted her to get married and, and to be happy. So his father was uh, really devastated. He and Laverne were going to open after the war a radio and model, uh, one of those model kit stores in Waterloo, Wisconsin. He never did. They also never had a Christmas after that. And Laverne had a younger sister who was in high school at the time. His brother Victor served in the U.S. Navy and came home from the war. So that's the story of Laverne. But I'd like to share uh, some other stories very briefly. My mother had two brothers who served in World War II. Uh, they were Clarence and Elmer, and they were both doctors. Elmer was one of the first doctors uh, at Dachau. And after several days of treating the survivors at Dachau, he couldn't uh, take it anymore, and he had to be transferred to England. His brother Clarence was also a doctor and was in the Normandy invasion on D-Day. 
He was in the Battle of the Bulge, and he received the bronze, the bronze star and the silver star. My husband's father, Julius, served as a pilot on the Jenny Glider in World War I. My husband, Roger, during the Korean War, was an air defense command, and he was a navigator. Our son-in-law, Glenn, served in Vietnam in the U.S. Army. Our grandson, Michael, served in the U.S. Navy, first in submarines, in the submarine duty, and then in intelligence with a deployment to Afghanistan. So to all the veterans, I will forever give thanks. To all who served and sacrificed, you were all heroes. God bless you all. Mom, thank you so much for sharing that Memorial Day message and the stories. There is so much admiration for, for indeed their sacrifice. Mom, thank you. Thank you. Well, we are citizens of the world, and COVID-19 is affecting us all in very different ways. And right now, the Navajo Nation, which is located in the United States, part of it is in New Mexico, Right now, the Navajo Nation is an epicenter for high infection rates of COVID-19. And as many of you know, my former guest, Daryl Carnley, was on the show just a couple of weeks ago for an update. His organization, My360 Project, makes shoes for the masses. But right now, they are making masks for the masses. And they're free, and of course, they would love donations to help out with the efforts. Well, there is an Idaho pilot, Dennis Coombs, or Dennis Combs, who heard about My360 Project's efforts, and he contacted Daryl Carnley so that he could arrange for a thousand masks to be built using materials that were donated there in Idaho. And then Dennis Combs would fly, and did fly, to deliver those masks over to the Navajo Nation in his plane. And those of you who are interested in in planes, he flies an Eclipse 500. Well, there were many, many positive imprints involved in this absolute fabulous mission. So thank you, Daryl and Dennis, for heading up this mission. Well, once again, if you need a mask or you know somebody who needs a mask anywhere in the world, please reach out to Daryl Carnley at my360project.com. That's M Y. 360 in numbers, 360 project, P R O J E C T, my360project.com. Please reach out to him. Be safe and healthy. Safe journeys. And now, my featured guest, Mark Asquith. Your positive, positive, positive imprint. 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 Stories are everywhere. People and their positive action inspire positive achievements. Your PI could mean the world to you. Get ready for your positive imprint. Well, hello. Cheers to you, everybody, on this beautiful day. This is Catherine, your host of Your Positive Imprint, the variety show podcast featuring positive achievements, inspiring positive actions worldwide. What's your PI? Well, thanks for listening and continue listening from my website, yourpositiveimprint.com, where you can also sign up for email updates about the podcast and, of course, continue listening from 
any podcast platform such as iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or simply your favorite podcast platform. Download my episodes by hitting subscribe or that follow button at your favorite podcast platform. And you can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook, Your Positive Imprint. Well, today's guest is that British podcast guy, Mark Asquith. Mark is the CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media, which is a podcast tech and strategy company that owns Captivate FM, Productivity, and podcast websites, which is actually my own podcast website hosting company. And aside from inspiring me in podcasting, he is inspiring the world with his own positive imprints, which are not about podcasting alone. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, Kat, how are you? I'm great. I'm just so excited to learn more about you and those global inspirations that you are providing, obviously, worldwide, and so much even more so now with what you're doing in your local community. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Just to jump in there, I just should just warn you that I'm holding one of the two little pot cats that you gave me, you know, a podcast movement right now. I have them here with me. So this is, uh, this is a pile of positivity already. Oh, that's great. Well, yeah, I think those that you're referring to are, yes. Well, and I was so glad to have met you when we were there down in Florida and lots of fun memories there. And of course, uh, with the next podcast movement, we'll make some more fun memories out in Texas. <laughs> we will, we will. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm excited to have you, not only because you have inspired me now for uh, my goodness, let's see, almost two years, you know, you were the, the first one that that followed through with my own requests for assistance in the podcast world and how to do it. But I've learned so much from you about not just podcasting, but also your demeanor when you poise yourself on the air. I'm learning a little bit more about you as I listen to your podcast. And hearing things that you do and that you provide worldwide. And when people listen, they're inspired with our words. So I want to first find out who Mark Asquith is. And you can start from any time in your life, something that maybe you feels exciting, important to share about the inspirations you were provided to bring you to where you're at today. Yeah, it's a funny one for me, really. I'm, I'm sort of a... Um, a bit of an odd one, I guess, in that, you know, I've sort of had, I guess, three or four different types of life. You know, I've, I've kind of had different careers, I've had varying different things. And it's, I guess, the, the, the easiest place to start, you know, with that, I don't want to go into the business side of things. So the best place to start is probably like, I think for a lot of people, when you get to sort of 30, 35 ish, you know, I'm 38 now, and it's, it's, um, I think you become a lot more positive as a person. Certainly I did, you know, when I hit my 30s. I think you become a lot more comfortable with yourself. So that's that's as good a place to start as any. You know, I'd, I'd sort of had two careers and was partway through my third one at that point. And it was it was interesting for me because it was, it was a time where I just, I was still kind of that little bit kind of insecure, like a little bit in, imposter syndrome. Um, <laughs> and that, I think that that whole sort of, Maybe that five-year period from 30 to 35, like that was really kind of a, a real positive time where you kind of become a bit more comfortable with yourself. You become a little bit more confident in, in, in the fact that you're probably not going to appeal to everyone. And that's, you know, not just in business, but in life. And that, that's a very comfortable place to be. So that, that's probably a real recent, you know, the last three to five years 
real recent kind of time that certainly felt quite pivotal. So I think that that's probably as good a, a place as any really to, to kind of pick up. Yeah, well, that's great. And so why do you feel that those were those eminent years that really provided you or, or that you felt comfortable? I, I, I mean, I don't want to ask you if you struggled or anything, but why do you think those were for you? Was it a, a people started accepting you? You were feeling it? I mean, what? I think it was really more about really embracing the voice. And I don't know if that came as a bit of a uh, a dovetail with the whole podcasting scene. You know, I entered the podcasting space in 2014 and very quickly, you know, started building tools in the space. You know, I started my own show 31st, sorry, 30th of September, International Podcast Day 2014. And by the month after, we'd already conceived podcast websites and started uh, investigating building a business in podcasting. That's that was probably quite a pivotal point insofar as it was one of those those scenarios where you realize that, you know, for every one person that doesn't like what you've got to say or what you've got to do, like there are 10 people that do like what you want to do. But coming from a small town and running a business in a small town, you know, we ran a, a digital agency and a design agency for years and we worked with some huge clients, you know, worldwide brands, but we did it from this little old mining town in the north of England. And there was always that kind of discomfort. Of, well, I can't be outspoken. I can't really have my own opinion because I've got to kind of toe the path and toe the line because if I don't, I'm not going to get any work in this little town. And then when I, I think when I opened up the podcasting space and when I entered the space and it was it was actually still quite small then. You know, I remember being blown away that there were 200,000 podcasts in the world, you know, and that was back in what, 2016, 2015? <laughs> now it's a million. Um, <laughs> now it's nearly a million, yeah. And it's, you know... I, Looking back, like we never felt like pioneers in the space, but actually looking back with what we did with podcast websites, you know, we, we were the first managed web platform in the in the business. We now, you know, we remain the number one WordPress platform in podcast in the industry. And we, we've done it, you know, we've changed the game again with Captivate, we've changed the game again with productivity. And it's, it's one of those interesting things that um, it was right at the beginning of that journey that I started realizing that actually, if, if I just air my opinions, there are a lot of people that, will actually value that and respect that as opposed to like coming from the small town that you come from. You're kind of just taught that you just do you just do what you need to do to make a bit of money. And it's like that's a very different world. And I, I often think about this in that, you know, there are so many people that I know from either school or family or friends who have never really broken that cycle. And they continue to feel a little bit like, you know, because we're all getting into our 40s over the next five, six years there's a lot of people I have discussions with that I've known for a long, long time that still think they've not really yet got started because they didn't have that mindset shift that I had back in my early 30s. So I don't know. This is the first time I've spoken about this, so I'm probably random, randomly rambling along, but it's just a very interesting kind of thing to think about, you know? Well, actually it is, and I'm glad that you brought up that you you realized and you decided to move forward with your own voice and people need to understand that your voice is going to be what you believe in, what is down deep in. So what were some of the things that you feel that you talked about back then in your early years, in, in your between 30 and 35, that you provided on your show that were helping people, were just inspiring people in ways for them to grow? You know, I don't think it was, I don't think it was the what. I think it was the how I was talking about it. So... My, my original personal brand, like my brand now is just markasquith.com and it's it's very much aligned to what we do at Rebel Base Media. But before I did the whole Rebel Base Media thing, um, it's sort of this, the little segue between agency life and running a tech company, I had my own brand called Excellence Expected, which was 
you know, it was just me kind of shooting the breeze, and and that was named after a Steve Jobs quote, uh, which is not many people are used to working in a an environment where excellence is expected. And it made me think about the the notion that actually, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business person, not just an entrepreneur, but if you're a golfer, if you're a footballer, if you are someone that wants to learn Spanish or learn to be funny on stage or whatever it is you want to do, even be a gamer. If you've, if you've got the mentality to strive at something and to be the best at it, you expect yourself to be excellent at things. So what I was doing was not necessarily talking to people about things they'd never heard before, but I was saying it in a way that they understood to be authentic and kind of no BS. They understood that it was it was me being genuine. It wasn't anyone else kind of sugarcoating it to try and sell a 297 bucks a month course. It was me just saying it. And actually, I, so I started this entire journey on the back of a rejection, which is interesting because it could have really taken me in a, in a different direction. So I was I was asked to write a, a blog post for a very big online magazine, I guess. It was an online magazine that's in the web design industry, like a huge one, probably the biggest in the world. And I wrote this piece about what it was like to run an agency, and it was a 10,000-word piece. It was huge, and I mean huge. And it was really deep dive. It was really very, very honest. I put heart and soul into it you know i put weeks and weeks and weeks into it seeing it as a bit of a a way to catalyze the next stage of my career and they read it they liked it but they didn't want to use it oh so i was exactly but and i was i was just dejected that happened i think that happened in around the april of one year april 2014 i think it was maybe may and i went away i went on holiday and i was laying on the sun lounge thinking to myself right okay do you know what a lot of people ask me about work, about life in business, and, and in particular, you know, that kind of life balance. I should do a podcast. I didn't know anything about podcasts at the time. I didn't know that people like Pat existed or John. I didn't know anyone was interviewing people. I was so green on this. The only podcast experience I had was listening to Kevin Smith and, 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 and starting a podcast for a laugh talking about Batman. So I took this article, this 10,000-word article, and it was the first blog post on my own personally branded website. And that personally branded website led to a complete transformation in how I approach things, into my career. It's, you know, it directly links to what I'm doing today. Without that blog post being rejected, I would have probably still been in the web game, in the, in the, in the design industry. And the reason that people really gravitated towards that post wasn't because of what I was saying. They knew all the stuff I was saying. But no one was saying it in that way. No one was being very honest about it. People were kind of sugarcoating things, and I just didn't. And so I don't think it was necessarily the, the, the what I was saying. It was the fact that I was saying it in a voice that was very distinctly my own. Like I've always had, a, I've always had like this authority problem. I've always had this problem with what I thought it was a problem. But I've, I always treat everyone the same. Like I could never fathom why people at my old job used to talk to the boss differently than they talked to me. Or would talk, you know, wanted me to talk to the boss differently than I talked to them, and I was like, well, I can't fathom this. Like the guy who's the boss, he's he's the exact same kind of person. It's just someone's written on a piece of paper that he gets paid a little bit more and sits in that office. Like he's quite literally no different to any of us. He's got no more talent. He's got no more smarts. He's got no more uh, empathy. He's got no more emotional intelligence. There's nothing any different between the person that we should be uh, revering. So I've always had this problem with that and I've tr I've always treated everyone the same like I always treated the people that everyone else were kind of you know sucking up to the same as I would treat you and me and my friends and my parents and my family and you know everyone else around me they all just everyone gets the same treatment it's just me this is just how I am and I think that article was the real first time that I realized that being like that was okay and that it wasn't a problem and it wasn't 
like it wasn't a disadvantage. So like I said, I don't think it's the what. I think it was the how. If that Does that make any sense at it all? It actually makes awesome sense. And I think that that's important. You, I think how you said it and the fact that you feel that, or that you felt and are still authentic in how you are saying things and bringing things to light, which is why your podcast, why I love it, uh, because you're, you're honest and it's just uh, you're giving your opinions, whether we agree with you or not, they're fabulous. And I usually agree with pretty much everything you say, because I think that we see the world in very much similar ways. So, and I know you're really short for time today because you're busy and we've got this COVID-19, which is affecting our global society. And you have mentioned some things on your podcast that I want to learn a little bit more about. So what can you tell me about what your company, what, what Captivate is doing yeah, it's a good question, actually, Kat. So, we, you know, I've been really careful not to market this. It's something that I've always felt a little bit odd with. So what we basically said was, you know, we spoke to a couple of the local papers, a couple of local outlets and said, you know, we'll give Captivate, the podcast hosting platform, free to education, free to any small business that wants it local to us um, and any university, any, you know, any, any anywhere that we can help, give the platform for free to help people syndicate their message and, you know, maybe help with internal communications. But I think there's one thing that I've done which is as 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 really just felt more comfortable than going the other way with it, which is like I said, we didn't hugely publicize this, so we didn't go out and you know advertise it on Twitter and we didn't do some some of the stuff that you know I'm not saying it's right or wrong to do that, but for me, it just felt a little uncomfortable. So we've been working directly with people and talking to them directly and, and, and asking for referrals to people so we can say, you know what, actually, if you need this, go and use it. There's no obligation to stay on afterwards, no obligation to pay us afterwards. Just use it while you need it. And, and, and so that's what we've been doing with Captivate, you know, the podcasting platform, just letting people use it to get it out, get their message out there into the world or um, to help with internal communications, you know, whatever, whatever this person needs to do in order to keep their own business or, or their own education team running. And I think that's been the important thing is, you know, we, we've not done any COVID-based marketing. And, and I just, like I said, I'm not saying there's anything right or wrong with it. It's just for me, it didn't feel like our brand. You know, I, I, I don't want to up the content that we do and up things just because of the crisis. You know, I want to be there constantly anyway, just giving the value and helping people out. That's what we've done. And that's how we've approached it internally. We, you know, we made a very significant kind of decision to say we're not, we're not going to put this at the center of the marketing, but we will be there. And the people, you know, we're not publicizing who we're working with. We're not publicizing how many people we're working with for free because it, that it's, it, that's like going to, it's almost like delivering, you know, delivering some milk to your, to your grandmother and taking a picture of it for Instagram. You, know, that you, <laughs> you don't do it. You don't do it for the, for the <laughs> that's a good example. <laughs> You just don't do it for that, dear, you know? And, well, and that's, well, and, and people who, who have positive imprints, I mean, everybody has positive imprints and everybody uh, uses their positive imprints in different ways. And I'm glad to hear that from you. So for the listeners who don't know what Captivate FM is and what you're talking about with the free platform, can you just explain it real fast? Yeah, absolutely. So Captivate 
is a podcast hosting and analytics platform that allows you to distribute your podcast. So you record your audio, stick it on Captivate, and we distribute it to Apple and Spotify and Google. And we give you the analytics, give you the statistics, and so on and so forth that you need in order to keep that show growing. So it's it's basically the the syndication platform. It's it's the one tool that you need to kind of build a podcast, and then everything else kind of runs alongside it, like your podcast websites, like you have cat, and everything kind of builds on top of that for a brand. Uh, but at its most base level, something like Captivate is what you need to be podcasting. And uh, yeah, like I said, we work with Apple and Spotify and Google and, and make sure you're in all of those directories. Well, I think what you're doing is is awesome. Listeners need to understand that you're not just offering this to United Kingdom. You're offering it worldwide for those businesses that uh, are needing help. Or, But I'll let them talk to you. With regard to positive imprints, and really when we look at our own legacies, and I'm not talking about legacy when, when we die, I'm talking about the legacy we leave every single day with what we say, how we say it, and I really like the way you put that. What do you think your positive imprints that is in still continuing to inspire others? I think a lot of it is down to that straight talking nature. You know, there's, there's been a lot of times where, you know, uh, a lot of people that just aren't quite the right fit for, for me or whether it's a, a work thing or a personal thing or a friendship thing. And I think that, you know, I'm always very honest in that scenario. I'm always very clear on, do you know what, actually, don't. Don't spend your time trying to make us fit, like go and find someone that will fit you better. And I think that's the only thing that we should all be doing fairly. I think if you are, if you're very honest with yourself and not, not, you know, there's no reason to compromise on 90% of things. And I don't mean that in a negative way because the 10% of things that you do compromise on are the things that make the difference. But I'm talking about like 90% of the stuff that you naturally feel or do, the person that you are, like a lot of that makeup if you compromise on that, that's when you end up kind of living, you, you, you know, you end up living under this bit of a shroud. And I think if you can just embrace that, that's where I tend to kind of, I tend to be very, very honest. And I think that would be the, 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 the positive way that I like to impact people is to say, look, you know, if we can do great things together in life, in business, in whatever, let's go ahead, full steam ahead. But if not, I'd rather you did some great things over here doing something else. And I don't think there's enough of that honesty. Everyone wants to be liked by everyone. And everyone wants to please everyone. And you just can't do that, you know. And I think as long as you're respectful to everyone, you know, there, there are many, many times in, in life and in business where it would be very easy to react and very easy to say something that you don't want to say. But I think you've got to act respectfully to everyone and you've got to be very honest and very open. But realize where you should and shouldn't be compromised. And I think from there, that means that you can live a positive life on your terms, which means that ultimately you're a lot happier. And if you're a lot happier, it becomes easier to be positive to everyone else. So something a little bit uncomfortable in the beginning means that everyone benefits. So that's, that's the way I approach things at least. Well, that's inspiring. And I certainly enjoy your podcast. I enjoy you as a person. And through the years, I, I will look forward to getting to know you better. And I thank you so much for sharing your positive imprints here on the show. And I'll ask if you have any last words that you want to share before we close out. Just to stay safe, keep everyone safe, keep everyone, you know, doing what they enjoy doing. You know, remember what's important, you know, work's not everything. Um, You know, people are what count, whether that is in work, whether it's in life. Just make sure these are weird times that we're recording this in. So ultimately, it's just keep your head down and and keep doing the right thing. And uh, yeah, everything, everything will work out. 
Oh, thank you for that. Those are wise words. Thank you again, Mark Asquith, that British podcast guy. You can check his podcast out. Uh, Actually, you have a couple of them if you want to just list them right quick. Sure. The easiest one is uh, if you just do a search for me, actually, in, in any app, any podcast app, uh, the main show is the Podcast Accelerator, which is three times a week, less than 10 minutes a show, uh, just teaching podcasting and teaching uh, general principles of podcasting. So yeah, d- search for the Podcast Accelerator or just my name in the podcast apps and, and you'll come across me. Mark, it's been an absolute joy to have you on the show and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, Kat. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. See you at Podcast Movement. Really looking forward to that. All right, thank you. Music by Chris Knoll, chrisknoll.com. Well, if you'd like to start your own podcast, please contact me, yourpositiveimprint.com, or, of course, Mark Asquith. And if you contact Mark, please let Mark know that you heard about his services from Your Positive Imprint, me, Catherine. So Mark may be reached at markasquith.com. That's M-A-R-K-A-S-Q-U-I-T-H.com. He has an absolute fabulous team, Lester, James, Sam, Kieran, all of you over there. You're, You're just a great team, so thank you so much. I've made changes to my website. I have some new pictures. I have new content. And I am still working on it, but hey, check it out. Yourpositiveimprint.com. Your Positive Imprint. What's your PI?